We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rob Zakari Show. Yes, we are <clears throat> on a uh, messed up time schedule. We are on a messed up time schedule. Welcome. It is uh, 12, what is it, 1239 here in uh, Los Angeles, California. And, uh, well, you know what? We'll talk about uh, programming uh, changes. <clears throat> oh, I feel like I have a, I have a Hillary coming on here. Hold on. <coughs> okay. It's just the, uh, <coughs> just the Hillary pneumonia acting up here. So let, let's get on with the show. Then we'll go through programming changes. Uh, when we get, uh, uh, I know I sound, <laughs> I sound like her when we get done. So, um, what the hell is going on? Okay. Well, <laughs> what the, what the hell is going on with this, uh, with our country? I feel like, I feel like a reverse Michelle Obama. Uh, let me explain. I feel like a reverse Michelle Obama. And I don't feel like, um, well, I don't, I don't like to put down uh, this great country. I don't want to sound like Michael Medved. This great, greatest country on the earth. I, I, I don't like to do that, but I do um, do a, a reverse Michelle Obama and say, for the first time in my life, I am not proud of this country. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not happy about this country. I'm ashamed of this country. Seriously. And, and I'm not one to be like that. I mean, I'm not going to protest the national anthem and be a little scumbag like that. But when I hear that once again, FBI, the FBI talked to a terrorist or investigated a terrorist, basically knew of a terrorist before they had struck and somehow the terrorist is not stopped. Somehow, the terrorist falls through the cracks. I mean, this is a pattern. This is a serious pattern. This isn't a right thing. This isn't uh, some uh, conservative crazy on the right. This is a legitimate complaint. This is a legitimate grievance. We are now hearing that back in 2014, the terrorist's father went to the authorities and said, my son is a terrorist. Now, regardless, regardless, if the father later recanted, regardless if the father 
later said, oh, I just said that because I was upset at my son because he stabbed my other son in the leg. Regardless, that was putting somebody on the radar. Normally, that's how individuals get caught. Rather, it's dealing drugs, making drugs, cheating on their boyfriends, cheating on their girlfriends, insurance fraud. Normally, it's that disgruntled employee, the disgruntled girlfriend, the disgruntled boyfriend, the girlfriend who calls the wife. I, I'm banging your husband. In any other circumstance, any other circumstance in any other walk of life, this normally leads to people getting busted, regardless of what they're doing. If they're up to no good, or even thinking of something no good, this normally leads to that. But this is what, the fourth time now that we've heard well, the FBI uh, talked to uh, people involved in the situation. They talked to the person. Remember, the Orlando massacre, they talked to him two different times. They talked to him two different times. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. It's the same FBI that if you believe that they were not protecting Hillary Clinton. If you believe everything was up and up, Comey and his crew listened to Hillary Clinton, asked her questions, she answered them, and they went, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, okay, perfectly plausible. I mean, I I gotta say, it's more and more sounding like they're just incompetent And stupid, not necessarily being in the tank for Hillary Clinton. I'm telling you. The more and more we hear about these things involving the FBI, you have to say they're not in the tank for Hillary There is no secret connection with Comey and Comey's brother and favors with the the Clintons and this and that. They really are incompetent. To use Trump's term, they're stupid people. When did this happen? When did the FBI become so incompetent? When did the FBI become so incompetent? I remember a time, if you were an uh, organized crime figure, you, you couldn't even have a bookmaking operation. You, you, you couldn't even take a bunch of football bets. 
without the FBI coming down, putting you and everybody associated with you in prison. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Seriously, I, I, I don't get it. Again, this isn't a right thing. Okay, this isn't a crazy right winger. I don't understand how the FBI is constantly, constantly engaged with these individuals and they sign off and they go, eh, you know what? We investigated, we didn't find anything, so uh, case closed. And then a year or two later, they kill everybody or try to kill everybody. Thank God no one was killed in New York, but Orlando? I mean, they talked to that kid two different times. Two different times. When the FBI gets a tip that you might be a terrorist, okay, from your own family, and you stab one of your own family members, and you fit the profile of a terrorist, simply go on a list, you know? That list that every small town in America has, where the chief of police every few days goes by the house that has the half-retarded son that lights cats on fire. You know, that person. And the police always got to keep an eye on them. And they know if something funky happens, that's where they got to go. If people go to the FBI and say, hey, this person is a terrorist, that instantly, instantly, should put a red flag right across your chest. We've talked about this before. Now, I know these people are convicted, but, I I mean, come on, guys. Now we're splitting hairs when I get people busting my stones going, you can't compare because the terrorists haven't been convicted of a crime yet. Listen. Listen. If you are suspected of being an individual that could go to a mall and stab a whole bunch of people or place bombs on a crowded street that could possibly kill 20, 30, 40, 50 people, I would say... Uh, you're on the same playing field as a sex predator. And to be on a sex predator watch list, to be on a sex predator watch list doesn't mean you only have sex with five-year-old kids. You could be somebody that has sex with a girl who's under the age of 18 and their parents get mad and they press charges 
You could be exposing yourself at a park by just being drunk, whipping it out, and taking a pee. Not necessarily pulling it out, masturbating, and sticking your tongue out to little kids. All of these things get you on a sex predator list, and you never come off it. You are tracked. You have to report. Forever, you are known as a scummy, disgusting, vile, dirtbag monster. No matter where you go, you could be in Louisiana, you could be in Los Angeles, you could be in New York. People could go online and go, oh, look, I got a scumbag sleaze bag living right next to me. But somehow, there's no tracking of people that are suspected terrorists. Now, imagine, imagine the Orlando shooter, if he was being tracked, he wouldn't have done what he did. Or at least he would have been stopped. Ahmad, this guy, the New York guy, the New Jersey guy, same thing. All of these recent attacks, these people have been on the radar. They've all been on the radar. They've had brushes with the law. Not one of these people have turned out to be this mild-mannered Clark Kent type of individual who, when it all happens, everybody goes, oh, my God, this, this just this happened out of the blue. Oh, my Lord. No one ever would have thought this. How could? Not one of them. Not one. Every one of them had some type of brush with the law, Every one of them had some type of brush with the FBI and the fact that they became in that we should check this person out. It's, it's, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Never in my lifetime did I ever think FBI could become Incompetent. Like, I understand police. And I don't want to get off on a tangent, but you got to understand something. A lot of this police activity that's happening has, has really nothing to do with racism more than it has to do with incompetent police. And I've said this before. Sure, there are some cases where you've got racist cops. 100%. Not going to deny that. But the majority of these cases are incompetent police officers. 
And that's a hard, hard truth. Believe it or not, when I was a youngster, I wanted to be a cop. And I don't mean to get off the, the, the beaten path here, but real quick, I wanted to be a cop. And back, I'm 43. So back when I was 16 and I was taking, um, you know, electives in high school, I, I was doing criminal justice courses. You had to. In Rochester, New York, to be a Monroe County Sheriff or a Rochester uh, uh, City Police Officer, you had to. Or I should take it back. You didn't have to, but there was such a waiting list to get on the police force, that if you didn't have a two-year degree, you weren't getting on. So you went and took a test, and you did all the things that you had to do to get considered. You then went on a list, and then they would go through the list and go, okay, uh, you know, uh, a high school diploma, high school diploma, high school diploma, college, 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 college. Oh, four years. And that's how they... uh, Pick the people. And if they had 50 applicants and they needed to fill 10 spots, those first 10 spots went to the people with college educations. Now, seriously, now anybody could be a police officer. I've told the story. I have a friend, well, an, an acquaintance who was in the adult business, okay? Don't ask me how I knew somebody in the adult business. I just happened to know somebody in the adult business. They weren't necessarily a performer, even though every so they would be in scenes. They were an owner of a company. When the industry took a downturn in the early 2000s, LAPD was hiring. And he went and applied to the LAPD in his late 30s. No college education, worked in the adult business since he was 18 years of age, and he got on the police force. This is a person that, I mean, he he just was not an intelligent person. The fact that he had a gun and a badge just amazed me it ama- it, and frightened me. So a lot of these things that you see happening, the thing in Tulsa, has nothing to do with, oh, there's a black guy. I don't like black people. I'm going to kill him. to do with police officers not being competent. Just, just taking anybody off the street and saying, okay, you're a cop. And you notice people are not too sure how to handle this because the shooter is a woman cop. So what do you say? She was racist? Or do you say, well, she's incompetent. She was a scared woman cop who thought the individual was going for something through the window, so she shot him. 
because the other police officer had his taser out. So the male cop had his taser out. The female cop had her gun out. And she's the one with the itchy trigger finger. So I don't mean to uh, divert, but it goes with what we're talking about. And that being the FBI is supposed to have the best of the best. You're not supposed to be in the FBI without having a college education. I don't think that's changed. You're supposed to have a four-year degree to get into the FBI. You're supposed to have a four-year degree. So when did the FBI become a bunch of incompetent GED-getting agents? I mean, these guys used to take down mafia families. I mean, seriously, they, 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 this is the, 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 the crew. You're going to tell me that um, of this Ahmad, the guy that lives above a fried chicken uh, restaurant, he's more sophisticated than the Gambino crime family, than, than, than the Chin Gigante? I mean, Really? 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 The Orlando shooter was more sophisticated. He he was more of a mastermind. Than mafia bosses? How is this? I, I, I again I don't prescribe to this. I, I don't believe it. Somehow, during the Obama administration, the FBI got dumbed down. How did this happen? How does an administration dumb down the FBI? That's what I'd like to know. Because there's definitely a pattern. This isn't like, what? Oh, my God. No. And then when you add the fact that the guy traveled back and forth to Afghanistan and Pakistan, add that to the fact that the dad told the FBI that his son's a terrorist, the son stabbed his own brother, I mean, you got to be a real piece of human garbage to try to kill one of your own family members. I mean, I get it. You get into a fight with your brother. You get in a fight with your sister. Happens. Sure. But to actually stab them? Come on. So here's the FBI, the same FBI that interviews Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin. Same crew. Same crew. And when they listen to all this Hillary stuff, they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, totally believe it. The same crew goes, all right, so he's a terrorist. Okay, we're going to talk to him. All right, now, uh, uh, okay, now, and he's traveling to Pakistan. He's traveling to, to, to uh, Afghanistan. I mean, family members, no family members, 
who travels to Afghanistan and Pakistan like a vacation for eight months? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. And the FBI just, bleh. I mean, they're like the, they're like the Keystone Cops. They're the Keystone Cops. And the left isn't that outraged by this. You know what they're outraged by? Skittles. They're outraged by Skittles. Skittles has got everybody on the left worked up. Everybody in the media worked up. They're all outraged by Donald Trump Jr. comparing Syrian refugees to Skittles. Oh, those are children. You're comparing those those children that that image that CNN replays over and over and over. You want to know something? I've said it before. That image of that little boy, okay? That image of that little boy, that Syrian being pulled out of the rubble, sitting in the chair. Let me tell you something. If you take a camera, you take a camera, and you go down to some of the neighborhoods, rather it's in Baltimore, rather it's in Georgia, rather it's in West Virginia, you can find children that are going through the equivalent of that. You could find abused, starving Americans. You don't see that. Media is not going to show you that. If you took a camera to some of the poorest neighborhoods, black and white, black and white, I've talked about this before, uh, that, that uh, the, the wild, wild whites of West Virginia or North, whatever the hell it is, the documentary by, uh, by Johnny Knoxville, I know, goofy as it sounds. The, 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 the whitest of white garbage, whitest of white garbage, the type of white garbage where the woman's the, the, the 19-year-old girl's pregnant and strung out on Oxycontin and goes and delivers a, a, a four-pound baby that they take away and have to put in an incubator. Blast that image all over CNN. See if you can get the same type of sympathy. Skittles, that's what everyone's outraged about. Not the FBI, once again, dropping the ball. The hell do we have the FBI for? Seriously, what do we have the FBI for? What the hell does the FBI do? What do they do? What do they do right now? What do they do? Because they're not stopping terrorists. Someone goes, hey, we got a terrorist. Yeah, where is he? He's right there. All right, we're going to talk to him. Are you a terrorist? No, I'm not. Okay. 
What happened? Well, he said he's not a terrorist. Really? Yeah, he said he's not a terrorist. We got stuff to go do. See you later. But you, no, that was it? Well, we know he traveled to Afghanistan. Oh, Yeah, but hey. Hey, what? Is it a vacation spot? Is there a casino? Is there a Trump casino in Afghanistan that I don't know about? I've never seen one image on television that depicts Afghanistan as a happening place. Never seen it. Never seen it. I've never seen a <laughs> one video that depicts Pakistan as a happening place. I've never I've never ever seen it. Okay? I've never seen images and I, and I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of news TV. I watch a lot of documentaries. Never seen it. Never seen it. And there's some of those countries that they'll show. And I'm not saying I go, oh, I want to go there. But you say, oh, I didn't know they were as civilized as what I'm seeing. Didn't know they had a McDonald's. But I've never seen that in Afghanistan. Never seen that. So here's this guy going back and forth to Afghanistan, Pakistan. He's got a wife from Pakistan. And the FBI thinks nothing of any of this. Thinks nothing of putting... Somebody, just uh, just like the lowliest FBI agent, like Sandra Bullock, okay? Like Sandra Bullock or, or, or Regina King, all right? Like the lowliest of FBI agents, the, the worst of the worst of miscongeniality. Put one of them. Put one of them. Put one of the dumbest of dumb FBI agents and go, all right, dude, you're going to just watch this guy. Okay. All right, what else? That's it. Just watch him. If you see him doing anything weird, what's well, weird? I don't know. Planting bombs, something. And when you hear the left go, oh, we can't do that. Well, why can't we do it? Because we don't have enough FBI agents. You don't have enough. How many people are in the United States of America who fall in the category of being suspected of terrorism? Are you effing kidding me? How many people in the United States should freak a lot of people out if the left and the FBI says, well, we can't really watch everybody because we don't have enough people. Well, then that means there's a lot. There's a lot of people that have terrorism on the mind. And it's not, listen, and it's not just, oh, I don't like America. Somebody going on Facebook saying, I don't like America. is a little different 
than going back and forth to terrorist hotspots, family members, and having a family member go, hey, my son is a terrorist. Big difference. Big difference. Huge difference, matter of fact. Huge difference. So many red flags. So many red flags. Just a sea of red flags that the FBI... once again, failed to investigate. Like we talked about yesterday, it's, it, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to flag anybody. And when you hear the FBI say, well, when they went uh, overseas and they came back, they went through the proper screening process. Well, what screening process is that? What did you do there? Oh, I went there to see a plant. Oh, okay. Was he a terrorist? No. Are you a terrorist? No. Did you come back with terrorists on the mind? No. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Telling you, they're not in the tank for Hillary Clinton. They are incompetent. Stupid, inept, ignorant. And it all have just happened in the last seven and a half years. And that's frightening. Imagine how stupid, incompetent, ignorant, and downright dangerous the FBI is going to be when Hillary Clinton, if, Hillary Clinton, got to refrain, takes office. That should scare all of you. It really should. It should scare all of you. Especially considering that the left, and remember, we, we've talked about this uh, time and time again, the media is controlled by the left. The left is controlled by the media. They go hand in hand. We call it state-run media. We call it a true dictatorship. We call it true tyranny. We call it true Nazi America, because that's what it is. And when you have the left, okay, when you have the left downplaying terrorism. And you have people like Olivia Nunzio. I think that's how you say Nunzio from the Daily Beast saying Khan is an American citizen. So uh, Trump's proposals would never have worked. And the low information voter reads this and goes, oh, He's an American citizen. Listen, that's a very, very 
misleading statement. He was naturalized. Okay? He was brought here when he was seven and eight years old. He just got citizenship in 2011. So up to 2011, he was not a citizen. And after 2011, he was naturalized. So when the Daily Beast, the left, puts out to low-information voters, oh, he was a citizen of the United States. He was a citizen. I've watched CNN do the same thing. He was a citizen. He's a citizen of the United States. In theory, yeah. Technically, yeah. But when you get the whole story, no. It's not the same. Absolutely not the same. And if we take the position of we're full, America is full. We are only taking people who are going to contribute something to this country. We are only taking people that have exceptional talent that can help make this country great. If you are not part of that, we're full. We're full. There's no room for you. So if the Khan family, okay, today, his family tried to get into this country, they would be told were full. Real simple. Sorry. Now, I don't want to get into a whole immigration debate, but coming to the country to sell oranges in Sherman Way is not making our country better. Running around in a mall and stabbing people is not making our country better. But rather you listen to CNN, rather you listen to people at the Daily Beast, rather you listen to Chris Cuomo, Or even the mayor of London. The mayor of London who said, hey, America, get used to it. Get used to it. To it. This is the new norm. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. 
Imagine if Hillary Clinton becomes president of the United States. Imagine. Let me tell you something. When my good friend Sean Hannity tells the Glenn Becks, the never Trumpers, and says, Hillary Clinton wins. You all have to own it. And Sean's been getting beaten up for saying that. But I'm going to go a step further. If Hillary Clinton becomes president, And we keep getting attacked, which we will. Every one of those attacks are going to be because of Jake Tapper, Chris Cuomo, Olivia Nunzio of the Daily Beast, Peter Bergen. Of CNN. It's all going to be. On them. Every attack. That we go through. Every attack. Big small. Will be. On. The Peter Bergen. The Olivia Nunzio. The Chris Hayes. The Rachel Maddow. The Sally Cohen's. They will own the terror attacks because they have normalized what's going on. They will own it. They will own every American that is killed. When you go to CNN and you read Peter Bergen saying, Ahmad Khan Ramadi, was an American citizen, not a foreigner, a refugee, or a recent immigrant. That is wrong. That's wrong. That is misleading. That is misleading. So, as deaths add up between now If Hillary is elected, and therefore after, as deaths add up, CNN, Bill Bellasio, Peter Bergen, they own it. They are purposely, they are purposely distorting information. To create a narrative And it's amazing It's amazing That people Who live in this country Who are supposed to love this country Who are supposed to love Everybody Would create an environment That calls for people to basically disarm common sense 
lower their guard, and say, eh, it's inevitable. This is what's going to happen. I mean, the guy was from America. Guy is a citizen. He's not a foreigner. So, there's nothing we could do. It's a misleading statement. It's a misleading statement. This Ahmad Khan Ramai is a foreigner. His parents were refugees. His parents were part of a resettlement program. If you want to call it that. He was not a citizen until 2011. He was naturalized when he became a citizen. And the fact that Peter Bergen doesn't put any of that in there, and he just says he's an American citizen, not a foreigner, that's so misleading. Unbelievably misleading. Unbelievably misleading. And this whole, well, we don't call it terrorism, and, 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 and we don't make it a big deal, Because there's no link to ISIS in a way that means a soldier from Iraq got on an airplane, flew to the United States, then made a bomb, strapped it to himself, walked into a nightclub, and blew himself up along with 20 or 30 other people. Since that didn't happen, any of these things that have gone down are not terrorism. They're not jihad. It's not because of Islam. It's because the person is just cuckoo person is just crazy. And this is what we're constantly told by the left. This is what we're constantly told by CNN, by MSNBC, by the Daily Beast, by the Washington Post, by the New York Times. And what we're told to get outraged about is Skittles. Is Skittles. And the fact that Syrian refugees are people. And that's the other BS narrative that everybody in Syria, all of these refugees, are four year old little boys being pulled out of rubble. the narrative they're all 
four-year-old little boys. And that's not the case. That's just not the case. For every four-year-old little boy, there's a 24-year-old man times 10. You all remember those videos. And I'm not talking about videos of a four-year-old boy being pulled out of rubble. I talk about the videos where those refugees are in those holding cells or those camps and they're being thrown sandwiches. It wasn't comprised of four-year-old little boys. It's comprised of 20-something-year-old men who are not fighting for their own country. All of that death and destruction and the things that are happening, the media is only capturing four- and five-year-old little boys. Two and three year old little girls. So that the low information voter goes, Oh my God. Oh Jesus. Oh God. But do you realize how many thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of young Men in their 20s that are part of this conflict that you don't see video of. You think it's a coincidence? You think it's a coincidence that the only video you see are little five-year-old boys? Of course not. Of course not. Kittles. That's what everyone's outraged because Don Jr. said, hey, it's a bowl of Skittles. You like Skittles. But all it takes is three bad Skittles. If I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three would kill you, would you take a handful? That's our Syrian refugee problem. Woo! That is upsetting. You're comparing those Skittles to little children. No. I'm comparing those Skittles to the 22, 23, 24, 25-year-old men. Okay? Yes. Trump's son likens Syrian refugees to poison Skittles. Yes. Yes. You want to say it's five-year-old boys? Hundreds of thousands of five-year-old boys? I'm going to say it's 25-year-old men who are not fighting for their country. Imagine if we did that. Imagine if we did that. 
We want to bring people into this country who wouldn't fight for their own country. Well, what kind of productive member of our society do you think they will be? Somebody who won't fight for their own homeland? Is going to be a productive member of our homeland? Are you kidding me? Imagine 200 years ago. If we fled. No, sir, come on, think about that. Imagine the English are here and we fled. He said, no, here, take it. Take it. World War II. We surrendered. No, no, Nazi Germany. You have the East Coast. Japan, you have the West Coast. That's unthinkable, isn't it? It's unthinkable. Who the hell are we as a civilization? Who are we as a country? Who are we as people? To surrender our homeland, to surrender who we are. Exactly. We're we're nothing. Well, why the hell do you want those people in our country? Why do you want those people in our country? And you know, amongst them will be people... Exactly like Ahmad Khan Ramai. And for some reason, the thing that escapes the left, or I should say what they ignore, is that if this whole integration of the Muslim community and different refugees and so forth and so on. If that experiment doesn't seem to be working in Germany and Britain and all across here, but that experiment doesn't seem to be working out so well over there where you have bombings, shootings, and mass rape. Why in the hell does the left and the media think that experiment will work over here in America? And why is nobody on the right bringing this up? At the end of the day, I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face. Hannity could talk about this till he's blue in the face. Roush can talk about this till he's blue in the face. But until you have a McCain, until you have a Paul, until you have a Lindsay. Until you have the faces of the Republican Party, Paul Ryan, unless you have them, 
banging this drum and putting the left on blast. Kelly Ayat, when she's sitting there with Jake Tapper or Wolf Blitzer, unless they turn these questions around and say to Tapper, well, Jake, let me ask you a question, since you seem to be a big supporter of the extreme left. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, no, 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 Jake, let me, let me, let me ask you. <clears throat> if all of these experiments don't seem to be working in Europe, and you have the mass rape, and you have shootings, and bombings, Why is that not going to happen here? You tell me, Jake. You tell me. Until the Pauls, until the McCains, until they put the Tappers and the Blitzers and the Coopers and the Don Lemons on blast. We are going to be exactly where we are six months from now. 12 months from now, 15 months from now, 20 months from now. And that's a fact. Unless there's real pushback, which there isn't. I watched Sophia Nelson. I don't know who Sophia Nelson is. I haven't heard of her before. But apparently, she's a Republican, and she's worked in past administrations, and She's not a Johnny-come-lately. That's what she was saying today on CNN. I'm not a Johnny-come-lately. And I am appalled at what Donald Trump Jr. said, comparing Skittles to Syrian refugees. I am appalled. And it's the whole Trump campaign. That is why I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. That's why I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. Sophia Nelson, another non, uh, just a cuck, okay? A cuck. I am appalled. I am appalled. You can't compare five-year-old shit, and they keep going to that. And even the Kellyanne McAfee, the Republican, the, the, the Trump spokesman, didn't push back and say, stop with the five-year-old boy. Stop. Because amongst the five-year-old boy, there's tens of thousands of 24 and 25-year-old men not fighting for their country. That's what this is about. Stop playing this subterfuge game. Stop being Jules and, and, and Vince from Pulp Fiction trying to cover up Marvin's brain with, with, with Aunt Jenny's best quilts. Enough. Skittles. You got Skittles? They're outraged at that. FBI, not too much. FBI, no one has a problem with. 
the media trying to sell the fact that the terrorist Khan was an American, not a foreigner. He's an American. He's not a foreigner. Why would he do this? He fits the perfect profile of an American jihadist. Why would he do this? Because of their religion. I know the left wants to not admit that Islam is not compatible I know they want to pretend that somehow all Muslims are Muhammad Ali in the Parkinson stage. Because remember, they weren't too happy with Muhammad Ali when he was in his 20s talking about death to whitey, talking about the white devil. They weren't too happy with Muhammad then. They weren't too happy with Islam then. They weren't too happy with Louis Farrakhan. They weren't too happy back then. They're only happy with Muhammad Ali and Islam with him shaking Parkinson's Muhammad. They're cool with him. They're not cool with the Muhammad Ali that you could watch on YouTube Condemning white people. Being militant. No, 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 no. So the left is constantly saying, but why? But why? Islam is, is, is peace. It's peace. It's a rela- It's peace. <laughs> no, it's not. Why? 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 Why do they do it? Why? 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 They always ignore the other aspects of Islam. Why do women have to be covered up from head to toe in, in a burqa? Well, why? Why can't women drive? Why? Why can't women vote? Why? Remember the San Bernardino killers? Remember them? Remember the woman? She dressed covered from head to toe and was not allowed to talk to men. She had to sit in another room when the family came over. You had to sit in the room by yourself if there was no women around. Why don't you ask that? Why? Why? And the left just glosses over that. They think that life is normal. Like, they equate that to Catholics getting a communion. They really do. It's amazing. They equate that to Catholics getting communion. Or they equate it to, like, 500 years ago with the Crusades. And they go, oh, well, well, look at all the killing that happened 
With the Crusades, look at all that. Yeah, okay, stupid. What are you talking about? Okay, you're, yeah, you're totally right. But guess what? We've evolved. Okay, we've evolved. We're still waiting for Islam to evolve. Give us a call when they've evolved. Stop comparing Christianity or, or the Crusades or any of the stuff they did hundreds of years ago, okay? The Catholic Church has evolved to the point where the Pope is like, hey, gays are all right. A little, you know, a little chub rubbing's all right. So don't, don't, don't compare Christianity to Islam. Okay? Can't do it. Islam's a little, little late to the party, a little late to the civilization party. I mean, guys. If you really want to, and we'll we'll finish this bit. I'll tell you, if you really want to be, if you really it, 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 listen, if if you want to, if you want to break this down even more, okay. If you really want to break this down even more, they want. They want a fight. They want to fight. They want to fight. That's the, I'll tell you, they, they want to fight. That's what they want. That's what they want. They want to go to Allah, and they're not going to stop, okay? This notion that the left has that, oh, well, if you, if you talk nice about Islam and you, you, you just, you're just, you kill them with kindness, they will become the Hare Krishnas. That's not what Islam is about. The whole concept of dying and being rewarded in the afterlife and being worshipped, being a martyr. I mean, their entire religion is really based on dying for that religion. It's not compatible with the West. And it never will be. So Rob's the carry show. We're going to take a quick break. And I got to play a bit because uh, one of our listeners is very upset at me. He's very upset. He, he, when we play our sound bites, <clears throat> when we play our sound bites, um, I haven't been playing build the wall make it 10 feet higher by baked alaska i've been playing we love the cops 
in law enforcement. And he said, I want build the wall. I said, okay. All right. And I was supposed to play it yesterday. I didn't play it. And he tweeted me and said, thanks for nothing. He's very upset at me. He gets very upset. One of our, one of our, one of our listeners gets very upset. So this is for him. We'll be right back. It's Rob Zakari Show. And we're going to finish. I'm going to give a couple notes, though, on some things. And, and then we're out of here. We'll be right back.
Or is it so still October, November, December? Yeah, about four months. Yeah, five issues about her fifth month. Um, I've been having to go to a lot of doctor's appointments. And I'm having to do a lot of stuff in the morning. And the show has been starting late or uh, sometimes we don't even do a show because I'm gone part of the day. And I, and I hate that, you know, we're never going to be able uh, to create a bigger audience and do some of the things that I want to do. And that I think we can eventually do because I think we do have a great show. Uh, We've come a long way from where we were a year and a half ago uh, to today. And I don't want to lose that momentum. I don't want to lose that steam, especially since we just got on iHeartRadio. So everybody now can listen to us. And it's not a difficult um, task. If you have iHeartRadio, which uh, most everybody does. I mean, they have iHeartRadio apps for people's cars. I mean, iHeartRadio is iHeartRadio. I, I mean, it's it's everywhere. iHeartRadio and, and now, you know, Spreaker and Leipzig and uh, the blog talk. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting out there. And uh, we've been doing this Periscope thing. Some days we have 50 watchers. Some days we have... 800, some days we have 200, some days we have 10. Um, I don't want to lose what we have. And I think the inconsistency is uh, at times hurting us. So I- I'm letting you guys in because I don't want to do it right away. But starting um, next week. Starting on Monday, um, we are going, and this has been a lot. This has been a lot of uh, the consideration. We were considering this for a while, but uh, starting, uh, I'm going to do the program at seven o'clock at night. We are going to uh, turn the show from a, a 10 a.m. program to a 7 p.m. program. I know those of you who listen while you're at work, um, this is going to be like uh, a bummer. And for that, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm hoping that instead you will listen at night when you're home, maybe when you're working out, lifting weights, Uh, Maybe if you're on the East Coast, you can listen and watch us uh, instead of um, Stephen Colbert because he sucks. But that's what's going to happen come uh, next Monday. We are going to be switching times. We will not be on at 10 a.m. We will be on at 7 p.m. That way, uh, we will never miss the show. We'll we'll never be late. Um, And it will be a lot smoother because I won't be going to 
doctor appointments or doing uh, baby stuff. So there's the big update. And, of course, we'll be talking about this throughout the week. And uh, everything building up and uh, some of the new uh, things that we'll have uh, in store. Like another set, getting back our set, not just the uh, patriotic banners that will be hanging. So there you go. That's it. All right. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're out of here, you guys. Thank you for uh, being here today. I know it was late. Thank you for hanging in there. You guys have been the best. Uh, You guys have been the best fans in the entire world. Um, You rule. And we will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. We will not be switching times until uh, next week. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.